Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Drake's Corner. I'm your host, Drake Tharp. And today, let's just say we have an all-exclusive NBA episode, okay? Um, I'm going to go through my NBA season awards, and we're also going to go through the NBA playoff bracket, and I'm basically going to give my predictions on absolutely everything. Would have worn a suit for this, like good old Adam Silver, but my tailor, he he's a douchebag. He wouldn't have got it in time. So we're just going to go through these awards here first, and then we'll jump into the uh, playoff predictions. So, um, sorry, kind of kind of a little indigestion. I'm a little sick, so bear with me. But, um, yeah, we'll go through the regular season awards and then jump into the playoff predictions. All exclusive NBA episode. I feel like I don't give the NBA enough uh, screen time on my channel. So here we go. This is what you've all been waiting for. Let's start off with the lesser important awards, the one that doesn't give as much coverage. First of all, the most improved player. Now, this award is very debatable, um, but I feel like this award should show how much one player has made an overall team success better as compared to last year. And I think with this case in mind, it's a no-brainer that DeMar DeRozan is the most improved player. Not only has DeMar upped his points per game by six points from last year with the Spurs, he's elevated Chicago to a playoff team. And, you know, Chicago was a lottery picking team in the last two years so in the last like four years before that so DeMar has given a fresh new culture to Chicago that they haven't seen since you know the Derrick Rose era uh, he's also shooting a career high 35% from three plus 10 from last year with the Spurs he was shooting 25% with the Spurs last year um, DeMar DeRozan has completely he was in MV, MVP talks earlier on in the season and the year before with the Spurs he was barely you know, edging over 20 points per game. So he, now he's elevated Chicago to a playoff spot. He's 27 points per game. Uh, now is a three-point shooter. DeMar DeRozan's my play, uh, most improved player, for sure. Very close is DeJounte Murray, who, uh, you know, but I didn't see overall success from the Spurs. They're in the play-in tournament. The game has not happened. But um, DeJounte Murray's stats, you know, kind of around the same uh, vicinity points wise up you know he upped him by about five and a half points per game he also upped his assist numbers but uh overall team success DeMar DeRozan has completely turned the Bulls around along with Lonzo Ball we can't give DeMar all the credit but uh free agent signings coaching has made Chicago a better team and DeMar DeRozan is probably the m most impactful part of that uh, the six-man award, I got Tyler Hero. You know, I think this one's unanimous. Hero's averaging 20 points per game and five assists off the bench and shooting 40% from three on the best team in the East, coming off the bench as the best team in the East. The, I mean, the East is very competitive right now. The number two, three, and four seed all have the same record at 51 and 31. But, you know, to be the number one seed and one of your best players is coming off the bench and scoring 20 points per game, and still passing around, getting five assists as well. I feel like this one's a no-brainer. There's no one close. Tyler Hero is the sixth man of the year. Defensive player of the year. This one I had a little trouble with, but I ultimately came up with Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is one of those few players, you know, he can guard every position on the court, and he does it well. It's, it's not like he can, uh, you know, switch him off, and he'll. it's a mismatch. Marcus Smart defends the post well. He's one of the best perimeter defenders in the game. Um, he's also the best defender on the best defensive team in the entire league. And he's one of the many reasons Boston is a two seed in the East. 
Uh, a lot of people have Boston coming out of the East. Uh, their defense is ridiculous. Marcus Smart has always been known for his vicious style of defense his entire career. And I think he deserves a Defensive Player of the Year award, not only because of his great, insane perimeter defense, but a lot of those guys can't guard in the post. But Marcus Smart can do it. He's a big guard. He's got that kind of football player body. And he has shown excellent defensive play the entire season. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year. Coach of the Year. Um, you know, I saw a lot of people choosing the Grizzlies coach for this, but I'm giving this one to Monty Williams. Let's be real. The Grizzlies coach will probably snag this award from, you know, jumping from barely close to a playoff team to now a two seed. But Monty Williams' son style of play and execution is nothing less than excellence. This team has done this two years in a row of being a top elite squad in the best conference of the NBA. Uh, I, first of all, I truly cannot see them losing a seven game series. And yeah, they're, they were a two seed last year and, you know, now they're a one seed in the West, you know, with the best players, most of the best players in the world are on the West, in the West, Western Conference and the Suns, you know, their best players, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. A lot of people wouldn't say Devin Booker's in that elite category yet, but I mean, the Suns style of play is the most coordinated and excellent play style. I personally see in today's basketball, and Monty Williams is the mastermind behind that, and there's no there's no changing. It's, who's the best coach this year? I'm saying Monty Williams. Coach of the year, Monty Williams. Uh, MVP. This one's gonna. This one's a, a a kicker. It's a little surprise. I got Devin Booker. Devin Booker's my MVP. With all due with all due respect to guys like Jokic and Embiid, who most likely will win the award, but not mine. Devin Booker is averaging 27-5-5 and on the number one team in the league. The last time someone's posted these stats and hasn't won an MVP, it's been a long time, and it won't happen again. I don't believe it's happened before. When we look at the value, the Suns have... Okay, when we look at most valuable player... And you look at the Suns as the number one seed, and take a look at the the Nuggets with Jokic as a six seed, or the uh, Embiid Sixers as a four seed. Um, the Suns have a lot more value to lose at that number one seed spot, and increase. And you know, looking at that in that manner, you would have uh, higher value players. Uh, Devin Booker is averaging twenty seven five and five on the highest valued team in the league and that's the best player on the best team i'm not saying the best player on the best team in the league should win it every year but when you're posting these kinds of numbers and only losing 18 games a year when you take your best score off the suns they're not the same team and when you look at uh who can lose more the nuggets on the other hand you can't drop farther than a six seed you know losing Jokic and when you take Embiid off the Sixers first of all they still have Harden and they're they're still a very good defensive team with a young core and in the east it's very competitive so and when you have teams like um, Toronto or the Cavs making the playoffs I don't see the Sixers you know missing out like crazy when you take Devin Booker off the Suns the west is a lot more harder to you know compete in I know the records are a lot closer in the east but the west is a battle you see guys like um you know, teams like the Pelicans, who have a lot of young, talented players missing the playoffs, and, um, sorry, yeah, you have a lot of young, talented players on teams like the Pelicans or the Popovich-led Spurs that aren't even making the playoffs, so, um, when you take Devin Booker off the Suns, I really think, um, the Suns will still be a playoff team, but not like how they are, especially in that conference play, uh, yeah, so Devin Booker's my NBA MVP, and now, 
Short main event of the show, I'm sorry, but all-NBA exclusive podcast. I want to make this an all-NBA show just this one time, and we're doing it. Playoff time's around the corner. Let's jump into it. These are my NBA playoff bracket predictions. Here we go. So, let's start off with the East. It's probably going to be, so the play-in the play in tournament games have not happened yet, but I'm going to guess Nets are going to snag the 7th seed, and the Cavs are going to snag the 8th seed. On the west side, I believe the, hold on, let's see here, um, sorry, I'm taking a look here, okay, so, yeah, so let's start off with the east, uh, so I'm guessing it'll be Cleveland as the eight seed versus Miami, um, this is where the upset, I, I'm pulling up an upset right off the bat, I got Cleveland in seven, here's why, they match up insanely well, Mobley has come on as a tenacious defender as a rookie. They're very, they're a very deep squad, and they have, they match up insanely well against Miami. Uh, Miami's, you know, kind of uh, they didn't play up to par last, in last year's playoffs, and it's basically essentially the same team plus Lowry. So I really could see Cleveland taking this this in seven. They're a lot younger too, and you know they're probably a better conditioned. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pull an upset here. I got Cleveland in seven. Um, let's see this playoff bracket. Sorry. Um, yeah, and then on the west side, I'm guessing Timberwolves snag the seven seed and Clippers snag the eight seed. So let's uh, let's just assume that happens. Okay. Next on the list, I have the Sixers here against Toronto in four. I have a clean sweep. I don't think Toronto is you know elite in the in sense of mind where I. I see Philadelphia is with Embiid and Harden unstoppable. Um, when you look at superstar power, this is where it's going to come into play. I think Philadelphia takes uh, the Raptors in four here in the four or five games. So I got uh, Cleveland versus Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Uh, on the other side of the Eastern Conference semifinals, I got the Milwaukee versus Chicago. I got Milwaukee in five. Um, they ma- they match up well against Chicago perfectly. It's superstar power um, defensively. Chicago's missing Lonzo Ball. It's it's you know all cards are on deck here for the Bucks to win this series. So yeah, I got the Bucks in five there. Celtics versus let's say yeah Nets. I have the Celtics in seven. Um, they're the best defensive team in the NBA. But when you have uh, KD Kyrie. Um, we'll see if Ben Simmons plays this team, uh, this is going to be the toughest battle, uh, then next round for Boston. Um, you know, they're the best defensive team in the NBA, but Kate, they're going to KD Kyrie, Ben Simmons, they're going to get a few games on Boston. I, mean, I, I think Boston's the favorite to win this series, but it's going to, I know Brooklyn's probably the favorite, but, um, yeah, I, I see Boston taking it here. Uh, I, I don't think the Nets are as good as they're made out to be on paper and Boston has you know the best like I've said I've said it 10 times defense wins championships and they have the best defensive squad all right over to the west side Suns versus let's say 8c Clippers okay Suns in four clean sweep the you know when when I look at the Suns and you look at a series with them I do not see them losing you know four games in a series if you it's I really don't see that in the slightest. They're so well coached, so well balanced, uh, just excellent ball play. I don't, I don't see them losing one game against you know the Clippers. 
Um, Dallas versus Utah. I got Dallas in five as long as Luka's healthy. Um, the Jazz are starting to fall apart, and this will probably be the last year with the Gobert-Donovan Mitchell uh, duo. Um, yeah, uh, no moment, not a lot of momentum right now for the Jazz. They've been blowing fourth-quarter leads as of recent. Um, I like Luka's been known to be going off in the playoffs, especially last year. So I got Mavericks in five against the Jazz. Golden State versus Nuggets. I got Golden State in five. I think the Nuggets might steal one. Uh, depends on how streaky the Warriors shoot. But overall, the Warriors are up there, you know, as we know, is probably second best uh, team in the Western Conference. So I got Warriors taking down the Nuggets in five. Pretty easy. Grizzlies versus, let's see, Timberwolves. I got the Grizzlies in six. Um, I could see it going seven, um, but I think the Grizzlies will ultimately pull it out. They're, I would say they're a better version of the Cavaliers. They're very young. They're very poised. John Morant is ridiculous. We'll see how he does in the playoffs this year. Um, they're going to be an exciting team to watch. Um, you know, I, I feel like they're one of those teams that's either going to lose first round or make it to the conference finals. So I'm going to say, you know, Grizzlies here, yeah, in six or seven. Uh, they're young, poised. They're, I'd give, I'd say they're a better version of the Cavs. All right, next round. Here we go. Philly versus Cleveland on the east side. I have Philadelphia in six. Um, like I said, Cleveland's young, and they're they're very good defensively. But Philadelphia is just a better version of them. I got them over Cleveland in six. Milwaukee versus Boston. I have Milwaukee in seven over Boston. Yes, two straight seven-game series for Boston, but ultimately they will lose to Milwaukee. Um, it's basically the same team as last year for Milwaukee. Uh, on the west side, Warriors in six over Memphis. Um, as I, I literally just said, the Grizzlies are either a conference final team or a losing the first round team. Not until they meet the Warriors. They will they will go down to the Warriors in six here. They'll, they'll be lucky if they get six. I'm being nice. Um, but, yeah, I got the Warriors in six over Memphis and the Suns in five over Dallas. I'll give Dallas a game. You know, maybe Luka will have a magical night. Um, now, yeah, here we go. We have the conference finals, Milwaukee versus Philadelphia. Um, I got Philadelphia – or no, 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 no. Sorry. I got Milwaukee in seven over Philly. I think it'll be a tough defensive battle all series. I think star play is going. I think this. I really think this can go either way. Um, you know, you have your MVP finalists, Giannis and Embiid, and then the, ex, the other X factors, James Harden. I really think this all depends on how James Harden Harden plays because James Harden is obviously better than anybody else on the Bucks besides Giannis. So uh, it really depends on Harden's play. I could see Philly taking this series if he plays well. Uh, but I got Milwaukee in seven, you know, depending even if James Harden plays well, Milwaukee's defense is stellar. It's the same team from last year and they've ran through teams as soon as they caught fire. So I got Milwaukee in seven and then I have these Suns in six over Golden State, um, you know, poised, excellent basketball will always beat shooting, you know, live by the three, die by the three. Uh, Golden State has lived by the three for a long time. But when you meet a team like the Suns, I think the Suns is probably one of the best teams the Warriors that will ever face, you know, as their dynasty continues throughout the playoffs. When you look at the Suns, um, you know, it's it's a different beast in playing the Portland Trailblazers in the in the West Finals like they did a few years ago. So yeah, I have the Suns in six over Golden State. And a finals rematch. 
But this time, it's Milwaukee, it's Milwaukee versus Phoenix. But this time, this time around, I got Phoenix taking the cake. I got him taking the cake. I, I don't think they're going to let it slide like they did last year. Uh, I don't think, you know, Phoenix ex- expected to make the finals all the way last year. Um, yeah, um, so Milwaukee, same team. But they have not been, like, I don't know, coordinated throughout the regular season as we saw in the playoffs. I, if they turn it on, it'll be a great series. But right now the Suns, you know, like I said, I can't see them losing a seven-game series especially when they've only lost 18 games in the regular season. The way they're, they've been playing is stellar. Devin Booker is a different beast than last year. Um, Chris Paul is still that same guy. Aiton's fighting for an extension. Um, there's a lot of factors that play into this, and but I see this time the Suns taking out the Bucks again. It's going to be a rematch, but I think it'll be a fun time. Uh, and, you know, on the Bucks side, it's very hard to beat a team twice in a seven-game series. Um we saw that with the Cleveland uh, Golden State kind of, uh, you know, rematch, rematch, rematch. And then, you know, we saw LeBron finally snag one from Golden State. So, I mean, this will be a fun time. This will be fun. Uh, so, yeah, I got the Suns in six over Milwaukee in the NBA Finals. And that will conclude the show. That is my all-NBA exclusive podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. I most certainly did. I wish my... Wish I had a suit on. That'd be great for the awards. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for watching, and I will see you guys soon. Um, I will be dropping an NFL mock draft video here very soon, so keep posted if you're very into, you know, the NFL draft, all that jazz. Um, Yeah, big things coming for the channel, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.